السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمد ونسلی علی رسول الکریم اما بعد اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم رب شرح لی صدری ویسلی امری وحل القدتم من لسانی یفقه قولی سبحانک لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انک انت العلیم الحکیم اللہم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللہم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما All praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam O Allah we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deceptions of the Satan and the evil of our souls. Ameen. Ya Rabbal Alameen. It is indeed only the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala that today we continue with our tafsir and commentary of the Noble Quran. Our starting point is Surah to Shu'ara, chapter number 26 and verse number 136. In our previous lesson, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala informed us of Nabi Hud alayhi salatu salam. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala in the Noble Quran has mentioned the names of the honorable names of 25 Anbiya messengers alayhi salatu salam. And some Anbiya, their names are also mentioned in the beginning of the surahs. Nu alayhi salatu salam's name, chapter 71, Ibrahim, chapter 14. So you find Hud, surah to Hud, and that is chapter number 11 of the Noble Quran. So surah to Yunus, chapter number 10. So Almighty Allah, Jalla wala, elevates the rank and status of these Anbiya even further. Next lesson we need to learn is every Nabi came to teach and preach deen. Deenul Islam. Every Nabi was a Muslim. You will hear some people making some crazy remarks. Nabi Musa salam was a Jew. Isa salam a Christian. All that is kufr. Remember that. Quran Karim has mentioned clearly that each one of them was a Muslim. مَا كَانَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ يَهُودِيًّا وَلَا نَصْرَانِيًّا وَلَكِنْ كَانَ حَنِيفًا مُسْلِمًا وَمَا كَانَ مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ Nabi Ibrahim was not a Jew, nor was he a Christian, nor was he a Mushrik, a polytheist, وَلَكِنْ كَانَ حَنِيفًا مُسْلِمًا He was from the Hunafa, the Hanif, the people who left their false ideologies, and they chose Islam, worshipping Almighty Allah Jalla Wala alone. And that is for every Nabi of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala. So Tawheed, the first thing they taught people. Then Risala, that we are selected by Almighty Allah to be the messengers of Almighty Allah. And third, the preparation for the year after Al-Ba'ath Ba'ad Al-Maut, there'll be Qiyamah, the last day, Doomsday. Then there will be reckoning, Hisab, there will be Jannah, Paradise, there will be Hal. So all that are the articles of faith. And remember that if a person rejects any one of them, then that person is out of the fall of Islam.
So Almighty Allah tells us, Kazabat Adun al-Mursaleen, I'm summarizing yesterday's lesson. So the people of Ad, they rejected the messengers. So you can say they rejected Uhud salam, not all. Rejecting one messenger is tantamount to rejecting all the messengers because in the principles and fundamentals they all agreed. So therefore, the rejection of one is equivalent to rejection of all. So Hud alayhi salatu salam told them Nabi Hud alayhi salatu salam's Mubarak name mentioned seven times in the Noble Quran, Allah Tattakun. You don't fear Allah. You don't fear the punishment of Allah. You don't fear committing kufr and shirk, polytheism and blasphemy. Inni lakum rasulun ameen. I am a loyal messenger of Allah, a faithful messenger of Allah. Remember, I will never attribute to Allah things which Almighty Allah did not say. Today, people are masters. You must remember, a translator is a traitor. So many a time, people add their own words, their additions and omissions made. Fear Almighty Allah. This fearing Almighty Allah has various translations and various definitions as well. Remember that you can say fear Almighty Allah, but not that natural fear we will have for a lion or a tiger or a snake or serpent. Nay, this fear is based on the love of Almighty Allah, the respect of Almighty Allah. Ya Allah, you are the greatest Munim, you are the greatest one in benevolence. Every minute, every second, every moment, your bounties are showering and recurring upon us. So what happens? So you must now follow me, be obedient to me. Be obedient to me. Every Nabi came. Today's world, if you ask an ordinary person, Muslim, non-Muslim, what is the greatest concern? They will tell you their income. From where must I get money? Where must I work? Where can I get income? Every Nabi came and told his people, you don't have to worry about my salary, my recompense and wages and so forth. وَمَا أَسْأَلُكُمْ مِنْ In أَجْرِيَ إِلَّا عَلَىٰ Indeed, my reward and everything else will be by Rabbil Alameen. So that is why I mentioned yesterday that, remember, today we sit with a big problem. And that is not only in political jargon, they say state capture. Today we find that our hearts are captured. The ulama, many of them, we don't say all, the awam, the public, the laymen, majority of them, the hearts are captured already by the glitter and glamour of the wealth, rank, position, name, fame. So that is what we need to fear. Atabanuna bikulli ri in ayatan ta'bathun. What are you building? Bikulli ri in at every lofty high place, ayatan a monument, ta'bathun. And there you go for your entertainment. This one is for dancing, that one is for music, that one is for fornication, that one for adultery. So is that what you intend doing? And you are doing? And your factories, your warehouses, your buildings, you have made them. As though as you're going to live here forever and ever and ever. We're all going to die. Who got guarantee we'll see sunset today? Only Almighty Allah knows. So therefore, 
Remember that prepare in this world for the year after. Otherwise, remember it will be terrible consequences. And you are the same people and when you grab somebody, when you hold on to somebody, meaning you punish somebody, Jabbarin, you are like tyrants. There is nothing to do with hukukullah, hukukulibad. You forget everything, the rights of Allah, the rights of creation. We have power over this person, punish him, make him a sample, an example. Today you see the state terrorism in various countries. You look at it there in Burma, Myanmar, thousands of Muslims on the verge of starving. There you see it in the land of Palestine, occupied Palestine, in Gaza and other places. They don't even have water some places. They don't even have electricity. So this is state terrorism. Remember that. So this is what we need to know how this world functions. There they will say the Muslims are the terrorists, but just turn the whole thing the other way around and you will see they, the state themselves, they are the biggest terrorists in today's world. So that is what they do, batashtum, batashtum jabbarin, that when they seize a person, then they seize him like a tyrant and they unleash the tyranny on him. Again, fear all, might Allah, and be obedient to me. And fear Allah, one and only Allah. He has assisted you with what you know. You know how many things Allah gave you. Now that was mujmal, that was ambiguous, that was unclear. Now Allah is mentioning. Almighty Allah assisted them with cattle. Cattle, yeah, al-ghanam, the goat and sheep, al-bakar, the cow family, and remember al-ibil, the camel family, that's an arm, wabaneen, and children. Wajannatin wa uyun, all Allah gave them gardens and plantations, wa uyun, and there are springs from where the water will gush forth and come out. So till day we did yesterday, now... He, Nabi Hud, alayhi salatu salam, is telling his people, Surah 26, and verse number 135, that these are my concerns, these are my fears, and this is what is going to happen to you if you don't listen to me. Indeed I, this is Nabi Hud, alayhi salam, speaking, I fear upon you. The punishment of that day will be a grievous punishment, a terrible punishment, a very, very big punishment. So here there are two, three things that we need to discuss. Number one, inni akhafu alaykum. So how did Hud know? Obviously, via revelation. Number two, what did Mustafa وسلم, fear the most? There are many things mentioned, but what is famous nowadays and notorious, one should say, Inna akhwafa ma akhwafu ala ummati amila amala qawmilut that one of the things I fear the most is the liwat and the sodomy, homosexuality, that will become rife and rampant in this ummah of mine. And you can see it today. So that is what we fear. So the the Nabi is telling them, Inni akhafu alaykum. I fear upon you by punishment. Yawmin azim. If you want to learn some Arabic here, yeah, look at that word azim. 
Adim is a sifa, an adjective for the word adab, not for the word yom. So the punishment will be a big, big punishment, a horrible, terrible punishment. So why is it yom in adim? So it's adim jarrul jiwar. Because that day's punishment will be so big. And remember that before Azim came Yom. So you say it became Jar or Jar. It's got a Kasra because the neighbor has a Kasra Azir. So that is what is meant there. If you never understood that, don't worry. Some technical things. Adaba Yom and Azim. Now what was the response of the people, the masses? Olu. They responded and said, Sawauna alayna. For us it is equal irrespective. Whether you give us your nasiha and advices, or you don't give us the wa'idin. For us it's same meaning, we're going to remain on kufr. We're going to continue with this. And remember, we will make life difficult for the Muslims. So of that time. So that is what they meant. Whether you give us warning or not, advice or not, things are the same. Status quo remains. We will continue with the kufr and shirk. Imagine the Nabi of Allah is there, but these people, no shame. That they will still continue with all that, not even listening to the Nabi. And all this you're telling us, in hadha illa Indeed, all this are just ancient, ancient fables, old, old stories. And you know, khuluk, it is just concocted, fabricated, invented. So that is what they try to say, in hadha illa Quran says in Surah Swad, so these are just fabrications. So yeah, also. So they would say, whether you want to come, don't come for us, it's the same. And we're not interested in you. We're interested to study the history, history of civilization, history of humanity, and so forth. So all this diverts their attention away from Almighty Allah. So in a case like that, they would say, in a illa khulukul awaleen. And they were so overconfident. And we will not be punished. Punished they were, as you will see. But this was their arrogance. Like today, the person says, don't worry. Even if you go to court, then still I will win. I have all the context. I got the judge. I got the witnesses. Everybody under control. So then your person thinks he will win and is overconfident. Sometimes he loses. So here also Almighty Allah Jalla Wala is teaching us. These people, the Skomehud people, the people of Ad, they said, Wama nahnu In today's Ummah, when we see there are so many problems, how do we know that whether it is Adab or whether it is a trial, how do we come to know? You do the simple analysis and see. Today a person was going to the masjid Zohar time, Allah forbid, example I'm giving, and he met up with the accident. So you will call that an azma'ish, a test, a trial from Almighty Allah. And when a person is going to the casino, going to meet the boyfriend, girlfriend, so you will say that is a punishment. So that is what you understand the philosophy and the underlying factors regarding these problems that we are facing today. So if it is 
all this happening while we're doing goodness and good actions, righteous deeds, then remember it is that a person must make shukr to Almighty Allah for all that bounties and so forth. But if that person there is going to the wrong places and then an accident hijacking takes place, Allah forbid, then remember that is a punishment. But it is not annihilation because annihilation the person will be dead. So this person can still make amends via Tawbah. But these people said, We will not be punished. For this Ummah, if we want to divert the punishment, what must we do, O Muslim? وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ مُعَذِّبَهُمْ وَهُمْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ Almighty Allah states that if you want to divert and you want to repel this punishment, then become a people, a nation, who reads istighfar abundantly. Astaghfirullah, 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 Rabbi min kulli dhammin wa فَكَذَّبُوهُ They rejected Nabi Hud alayhi salatu wasalam. When the messenger is rejected, he cries to Almighty Allah, Ya Allah, I tried my level best. But these people would not you listen to me. They would not even hear me. They were too proud. They were too arrogant to Almighty Allah. Jalla so what happens now? فَكَذَّبُوهُ Hence they rejected him, Nabi Hud alayhi salam. Thereafter, subsequently, we punish them. So punish who? فَأَلَكْنَاهُمْ That is the people of Nabi Hud alayhi salatu wasalam. That they were the people, we punish them for their transgression. And Almighty Allah mentions how the punishment took place. That is, you will find in the Quran Sharif, that is the manner, method, which Almighty Allah, Jalla wa Allah, punished these people because of their transgression. So they were punished, remember, because of their rebelliousness and so forth, and their other punishments. Now our lesson, وَأَمَّا is for the people of Ad. So Allah Ta'ala send a wind, gale force, remember 1,100, 500 kilometers, Allah alone knows. سَرِنْ آتِيَا سَخَّرَهَا عَلَيْهِمْ سَبْعَ So it remained under the control. So it was a member of Almighty Allah, the angels obviously. So this wind came on for seven nights and eight days. Seven nights, and there was no stopping in between. So imagine, this is the absolute power of Almighty Allah. Surah 69, Surah Al-Haqqa, and verse number 7, so, and 6 and 7 you can say. So this is how Almighty Allah gives honor to whom so he wants, and he disgraces whomsoever he wants. So see what he told the people. They rejected Nabi Hud alayhi salam. Indeed, there are lessons to be learned. And remember, majority of them will not be believers. 
So this is at all times, even that time and today, if you look, take the broader population, so the Muslims, you have one billion, that also is exaggerated. And remember, they tell us the world has seven billion. So people, so majority won't bring Iman. And your Rabb and Sustainer is the one who is very, very powerful. And Rahim, very, very merciful. Almighty Allah goes on with this incident of the Anbiya. لَقَدْ كَانَ فِي قَصَصِهِمْ عِبْرَةٌ So remember that in these events, stories, incidents, episodes, that they are lessons to be learned. Ibra لِأُولِي الْأَلْبَابِ By the people of intelligence. So Almighty Allah now goes on and tells us كَذَّبَتْ ثَمُودُ الْمُرْسَلِينَ Same lesson. Meaning everywhere will be the same because you did these words, you'll do it still. So it means that the people of Samud, they rejected the messengers. Where were they based in when you go from Saudi Arabia towards Tabuk and Jordan, those areas? There is a place called the Madain Salih. The cities, the towns of Salih, alayhi salam. Very beautiful. Remember when their brother Salih, alayhi salam, told them, so I told you, brother, don't mean biological brother. This means tribal brother. So in the same tribe. What don't you fear? See the taqwa. When last did we as parents, as senior members in our family, speak about taqwa in our homes? So when we don't speak about taqwa, but we want our son must be the paragon of piety, our daughter the paragon of beauty, so all that will be snatched away when people don't fulfill the laws of all Allah. So, كَذَّبَتْ ثَمُودُ الْمُرْسَلِينَ إِذْ قَالَ لَهُمْ أَخُوهُمْ صَالِحُنَ لَا تَتَّقُونَ Why don't you fear Almighty Allah? إِنِّي لَكُمْ رَسُولٌ أَمِينَ Indeed, I am a messenger and a prophet of Allah, very, very loyal. And remember, these people, yeah, they could see that the Anbiya, our people are divine, for divine protection they have. Allah Ta'ala then protects them. So what they said, إِنِّي لَكُمْ رَسُولٌ أَمِينَ فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَأَطِيعُونَ Fear Almighty Allah and be obedient to me. Ita'at of the Nabi. See what Quran says. مَنْ يُتِئِ الرَّسُولُ فَقَدْ أَطَاءَ اللَّهِ Whosoever is obedient to the Rasul of the time, then he is obedient to Almighty Allah. So yeah, the Nabi is repeating the same words. فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَأَطِيعُونَ and remember that I will not ask you for any reward or recompense. So this is the Nabi. The Nabi always wants independence. Their independence cannot be compromised. So therefore they tell the people, In ajriya illa Allah or illa ala rabbil alameen. My reward is there by Allah. That Allah is one and only. So Almighty Allah who made it such, that he will sustain the Anbiya, messengers and prophets. Illa ala Rabbil Alameen. Let's just think here, reflect here for a moment. Now we read Zohar Salat and we came. Now, yeah, by us, mashallah, they're fixing up the wuzu kana and so forth. So now we have to go look for water and that for those brothers who don't have wuzu. So anyway, just now to give this example of Zohar. So what do we do? That after the Salat, that we get busy. 
Either we are reading Quran Sharif, either dua, or either the person walks away and so forth. So when a person does that in Ajriya illa la Rabbil Alameen. So you ask people on a one-to-one basis, then they will give you the true facts. You ask them that, in your case, are you coming here regularly for Salat? They'll say no. They'll say that I come sometime, that I can't make it, there's too much traffic, the boss don't allow it, the employer don't allow it. So all these type of excuses we bring. Now, Almighty Allah is telling us, Wa'amur ahalaka. You, Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you must command your wives, your children, your family members, bis salat, wastabir alayha, you must remain steadfast on it. La nas'aluka rizqa. We don't ask you for rizq. So today the ummah is so concerned about this rizq, but Allah says that I will give you the rizq when you read your salat. Nahnu narzukuka wal taqwa. So we will give you the rizq, not the other way around. So imagine how independent Almighty Allah Jalla wala is. So these people here, Almighty Allah tells us that Nabi Sali alayhi salam told these people, وَمَا أَسْأَلُكُمْ مِنْ إِنْ إِلَّا So the reward is there by Almighty Allah, who is a sustainer, provider, nourisher of all the worlds. So alamin, so it would mean the alam of Malaika, the alam of jinn, alam of haywan, alam of so many things it could be. So and Almighty Allah alone knows about it. So in that way there, never compromise our dinul Islam because of these type of issues. And that is the money and the perks and so forth. Because remember that will catch up with us. So we take that amount which we need. And if we are independent, then we can speak the truth as well. So may Almighty Allah Jalla wa Allah infuse within us the love of the Noble Quran. Wa akhiru da'wana. Anilhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.